Warning, Rep Your Set may contain explicit content not suitable for kids. All content is intended for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right. <laughs> Let's keep the mics as clean as we can as far as... <sighs> you know, I'm the only one with the fucking pop filter. Right. <laughs> you, I, I don't have to have this. You're the leader. I am? You're yes, you are. Fearless leader. Yo, what is up, everybody? It's Rep Your Set with the Pistol Whips. My name's Eric Jakeway. Today, we have the crew, the entirety, with us here today. To my right, obviously, Will Love. Followed by Dominic Frechette. And of course, the legend, <laughs> Pete Kehoe. That's right. We got Dominic here. Yeah. Hi. What is up, my dude? Not much. Where did you just come from? I came from class. Actually, I came from Wendy's. (laughs) And then, but before that, I was in class. What did you get? I got spicy nugs, my dude. Oh, Oh, those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're good. But man, I feel like shit after I eat at Wendy's. I do the baconator. Oh, I used to get when I was. They're so good, though. When I was like in my teens, I would get a triple baconator. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean why not right like you just gotta send it you know <laughs> you do you have to rep your set man so you guys don't remember but mcdonald's had a triple quarter powder it was the cecil fielder when he was on the team you know he was a big boy man yeah. and it was like a triple vaguely quarter powder. i remember hearing about that yeah when i was a heart home. attack on a plate <laughs> you're gonna go out man and you might stuff. as well <laughs> right i mean let's be honest so wendy's yeah so so um so what are you going to school for, Dom? Why don't you tell the world what you're doing? Uh, I'm trying to get into nursing school. Nice. Um, but other than that, you like to uh, boogie? I do love to boogie. And <laughs> <laughs> he likes the don't nightlife. Get me, don't get me yeah. started. No, that's what started. we're getting you started right now. We're winding you up and seeing what, where it goes. Um, so Dominic has been... Uh, okay, so basically I know Dominic from Will. Yes. And when I first heard of you it was like yo this is my friend dominic who is a genius and (laughs) is really good at like djing and recording but like he really kind of doesn't do it at the time you know what i mean this was a long this is like six seven years ago i think you're still in detroit then I, i thought i was in high school (laughs) <laughs> wait was i in high school like right after oh, some, oh, some, time isn't school? real man you were in school yeah. and you were like doing other shit you know yeah well i was studying music technology so that's mm-hmm. like but you switched over to that to. didn't you yeah originally i was trying to be a doctor yeah i don't know why. that's what i'm talking about like um like dr dre not like dr pepper in, like at wendy's but <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was trying to get into the death row record school of business, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Suge Knight University. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, Dominic had come to like, I remember we were at the noggin room Yeah. and you showed up um, and it was at the end of the night and Will and I were packing up and you were like, dude, I'm going to school for recording. So like, if you ever want me to come over and, and see what you're doing and help out. And I didn't really think anything of it you know what i mean just because we have a lot of people that are always like hey dude i i can do this or i know this (laughs) and 
I didn't really know you all that well, you know, then, but like, but then fast forward (laughs) to everybody dies when we were recording that. And I just started recording it and you came over and you're like, dude, you're working in the dark ages. You're using a a boss digital eight track. Like, and I'm like, yeah, we just got to make sure it's good on the first take. Like, (laughs) cause that's all I can do. And so (laughs) Dominic came into that recording and I had laid out the, the tracking for the drums in my apartment just with like a, a few of our live mics that we use. And he totally took everything that I had already started and put it into his computer and was able to make it what it is now, which it would have been <laughs> totally different without Dominic. And I, I feel like that was very meant to be. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but like all the little things that I had known of you and seeing you over the few years, like I'm so, it's so cool that it came together to where like, we've been working together since, you know, 2000, when was everybody dies? 2018? 2017, something like that. It was like, it was like that fall, I think. Right. I think it was spring because we got it ready for bliss. Right. That's right. And, but maybe we worked on it over yeah, the we, fall. Yeah, we worked we? It, we worked on it over the winter Jesus. at the very least. Five songs. Yeah. <laughs> and it took us well, I mean, a lot of it was on me of like trying to like get the recording part right, which I really just kind of half assed it and didn't know what I was doing, thinking like, oh, this'll be good enough. And like I learned a ton of stuff afterwards of like yeah, you shouldn't have like had your amp anywhere near the drums <laughs> and like just all those little things that you find out later when you have a professional come in and like look at what you've done and be like, yeah, why did you do this? Because you're creating so many problems for me now (laughs) in mixing and mastering. So like, I mean, if, if Dom wouldn't have stepped in and helped us out with that, like we, we probably wouldn't even be sitting here right now. Like the everybody dies EP was basically just one big test run to everything that we've got going on now. And like, it's all kind of thanks to you. So like, well, thank I you. I'm touched. You. I'm honored. You. This dude is a motherfucker, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> DJ Domna, man. Coffee thought, and and you know, time in a bottle, which I feel like is definitely and the best thing I've ever worked on. Yeah, that's that's like the best thing I've ever worked on. Really? I'll be honest. Yeah, that's dope. It, dude. That like that song slaps like. I still can't really believe it, you know? Yeah, that's cool. It's all because of you, man. Thank you. Yeah, dude, really. I just gotta say it's smooth as butter. Like, I mean, yeah. I did, all I did was like flute it up and just sax a little at the end, but like I feel happy with my contribution. <laughs> well, and that's the beauty about having Pete and Dominic is, you know, when it was just us two. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> oh, man. dude, I mean, think about it. Like, oh. well, and the fact that like it was just us, and you had to basically play constantly, I feel like, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, because, like, I wanted to be, like, the bass notes mm-hmm. in the times where, like, you need a little more oomph. I wanted to be your vocal harmonies and, like, chord tones when some things needed more color. And, like, I soloed every song, if not twice. Like, the whole time. <laughs> it's just, like, uh, yeah. Will soloing, like, over top of a guy banging on shit and screaming basically basically. that's how our style came together (laughs) and literally like only practicing like four times yeah like (laughs) ever i mean until now but oh i don't feel so bad now yeah no (laughs) 
we really have been winging it this whole time. The first definitely. time I re- I rehearsed with you guys was right before the Crooked Tree show. That's right. And that afternoon, that was the only rehearsal we'd ever had. Dude, Pete, I had no idea that Pete hadn't even met Greg until the night of the gig. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. No, we had a bunch of friends in common, and I knew his name and knew he was playing, you know, jazz yeah. gigs and with other people, and just now nah, never met him. So yeah, but it's super cool because like we now we have we have Pete, who is a fucking you know absolute melodic legend. genius, and yeah. well, we'll, we'll this love. guy is yeah definitely the. The melodic savant of the band. But I feel like... Appreciate that. You are. You really round out the band. And then when we have a producer like Dominic, who like, you know, what are your influences, Dom? Like, oh, it's a good question. Like... No wrong answers. <laughs> like in terms of the electronic stuff or like just, when I'm with it, you guys? It, or? Well, just it, overall. Exactly. Yeah. What made you who you are? Like, Oh, man. Because you would say that you are primarily like electronic based yeah i would say i you know it changes like the the sound and what i'm influenced by constantly changes like there was a second like last year i was visiting detroit we were going to motor city wine and i had this spiritual moment there and i was like i want this sound in my life and then i recently went to city club who was there do you remember oh man i think it was kai alsi i think if i'm pronouncing his name correctly but like it's this dude who's out of atlanta i think he used to be a detroiter he's got hella records he's kind of a big deal in like the soulful house community um but then i was at city club like about a month ago and i saw my friend play he actually opened for hodor if anyone watches Game of Thrones, the uh, the actor, what? Yeah, so <laughs> Game of Thrones, the okay. HBO show. There's this guy Hodor, and he's a uh, he's like this giant dude. I think his name is Christian. I don't know what his last name is, but he was actually a DJ before he got the acting gig. No shit. Um, yeah, and like he's like, oh, was it out of Ireland or something? I don't know. He plays like trance or whatever. Um, and like, there is like some like acting call and one of his friends was like, Hey dude, they're, they're looking for big dudes. You should apply for this. He's like, okay, why not? And then that's basically how he got the gig. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, but he also is a DJ. So like he was playing at a city club, Leland city club in Detroit. And my friends, uh, got that gig because his buddy Marshall Applewhite is his producer name. His name is, uh, Joel Dunn. Um, I guess like it was like, I guess he's like a regular DJ for those guys. I'm not sure how it actually works, but he got that gig and he was like, yo, you should come DJ with me. So my friend, uh, Jacob, uh, DJed with him, did like a little back to back set kind of, and they played like a lot of really gritty raw, like Detroit type house wait and is that the time you almost got mugged for your jacket? Yes. Too? That was that, that was that weekend. Was it for the, like a trench coat or what? It was for my like like coat that has like the it's the jc penny from the 90s it has like orange inside it's got fuzzy oh yeah yeah stuff. I know yeah oh parka it, yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah yeah i guess it's a parka yeah. yeah um yeah my really fresh jacket but yeah uh so it is pretty tight i've i've seen it it's yeah cool. i would rob you for it can yeah. verify 10 out of 10 <laughs> well it's funny the dude the dude tried to he was like you know he was like oh that jacket's cool and i was telling him how like i was in madison wisconsin 
and like i went to this uh thrift store and i found it i was like yeah you know it's it's really dope he's like yo i'm gonna fuck you up for this jacket (laughs) (laughs) and i was like uh uh he was really drunk we were at a ufo factory and uh i was like trying to think quickly i was like wait he's got a car hard on it's probably 200 bucks i was like yo i'll trade you for it (laughs) um you know yeah exactly but like you know he forgot what was going on and like you know i call my friend over and like we just get to talking and 20 minutes later my friend's getting his contact info because he does digital collages yo i want to beat your friend up dude let me get your number (laughs) (laughs) yeah no because like he does digital collages so he might use them for a flyer or something in the near future that's dope i don't even know what to say man yeah there's escalated that's like quintessential detroit though like everyone there is cool they can do something they're a character you know detroit's amazing give me your fucking jacket let's collab is there like a big difference between like the detroit scene and like the chicago scene and like what 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 makes detroit like i'm just curious like the detroit electronic scene different or well i can't I, I'll never call myself a Detroiter because I don't think like I lived there long enough to earn the title, but there's always like, there's definitely a different vibe. Like, I mean, there's just a different vibe between the cities, like just in general, not even music related. Like I was driving through Chicago on my way home from Madison and it was angry. angry. <laughs> it was angry driving. Like I, I had like, it was very peculiar. Um, But I don't know, like my buddy, uh, Jacob, he's like, He's kind of like the person I measure myself up against, like in terms of Jacob. DJs. What's his last name? Jacob Harris. Okay. Uh, we had him play at the Silent Disco at Blissfest last summer. Oh, oh cool. yeah, that's yeah. right. That's um, a good time. But he's got such a wide breadth of musical knowledge and appreciation. But like you know, he was talking about um, like juke music and ghetto tech, and he's like, you know, Chicago kind of has all the better producers hmm. when it comes to like, like ghetto house type like musics i mean because that's where like dance mania records were were, um you know you know like we had twilight 76 in detroit but you know like in terms of like a certain sound that's kind of more vogue today and probably holds up more it's definitely chicago producers Mm. just based on that i feel like i'm becoming enlightened man. yeah (laughs) but but he'll say that like detroit has better dancers though so (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool to hear all that because I know nothing about it, but you're also the one like that's been producing like our best shit lately. So <laughs> yeah. that's super cool to like, you know. I don't know. I just think it's so cool to have such a mix right now, even in this room of of influences and and yeah, man. Like when people are like, "Oh yeah, who who you guys recorded that? Where'd you record that song?" I'm like, at Dom's mom's. Baby. Yeah, at Dom's mom's. <laughs> we gotta get some t-shirts, man. Yeah. yeah. Dom's mom's TM. <laughs> I have to tell the listening audience also how impressed I am with you. First of all, that show at Cricketry that we did last March. Oh, yeah. Dominic not only uh, did the live sound for a four-piece band, which he had never done before. Yeah. True. At the same time, he recorded 24 tracks, or I don't know how many tracks we had. How many inputs? 18 or 20 or whatever. Yeah, something like that. I think it was like 10, 12, something like I'm, I, I don't really remember. I probably pruned a lot of it. But anyway, yeah. did the multi-track recording at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's two jobs. And yeah. he did a great job. And the recordings were clean. I heard, uh, from what I heard, the front of house sounded great. And that impressed the shit out of me. 
Well, to this day, that's still like the best live recordings we have of us playing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, except for my playing. Well, <laughs> you did. Your hands were bleeding at the end of that show. My hands Be- were bleeding. As a matter of like, fact, I popped a finger the other night because it's back to cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Damn. Like yeah. you played your ass off, man. So don't, uh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Dominic did a fantastic job, oh, and I you. just want to give yeah. a shout oh, out, fuck man. Yeah, dude. Really, really. Like they can't see this, but like that's a fist bump right there. Fist bump. <laughs> and then in the and then in the studio, the electronic uh, end of things that he brings to the table. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, yeah. the production of uh, of Time in a Bottle was, I mean, the little things that he added. He didn't add like. He didn't clutter it at yeah. all. It was he took the space and put things in spaces that worked really well and were things that I never would have come Especially up with. Especially the second verse. You know? Second verse is really Yeah, dope. I know exactly what you're talking about too. Well, so what is that effect like that that chime effect that comes in uh, on the second verse? Oh, after like the after like the the break after the solo? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember you we like uh we were recording a bunch of guitar sounds, right? Because I know yeah. like you wanted some kind of guitar effect. I was like, cool. So basically we just took the guitar. I think I just like did a low cut and put a bunch of delay. I think I put two or three delay effects on it. <laughs> so they could just delay that. on top of delay with reverb just to make it sound big. Big yeah, washy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of what I do... Uh, is actually kind of like influenced by like dub style of production. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting <laughs> yeah. how I came about to it. I was trying to do, uh, uh, my, my parents were huge Fleetwood Mac fans. Uh, so, and like the song dreams kind of bangs. So like I wanted to make my Fuck own, yeah. I wanted to make my own like kind of remix bootleg of it. And like the way I did it was like, I just took like the, the intro and I would just like I would make two tracks in Logic and occasionally throw up some audio up there that had a bunch of delay effects on it. So like it was kind of like a, a reverse engineering of like you know what the Jamaicans were doing in terms of like reverb and delay. Mm. Um, and that's kind of been my effects paradigm since. Big like, fan of your work, man. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> everything I do like is gonna have some kind of delay or reverb on it if like. It's cool though you know. because it's old school, but it's not the way you do it though. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Now that you're saying, yeah. you know, you're influenced by dub. I hear that. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's in it's such a different context. Yeah, it's a digital. It's strictly like digital the way I do it, and it's only because Logic happened to have this <coughs> tape delay plugin. Yeah, you, yeah, you use that a lot, right? Yeah, the tape it's delay. my go-to. It's the I one that it, you always you know? pull up, like gotta put some fucking tape delay on here i'm gonna crush it i'm gonna put some tape <laughs> yeah, delay. it sounds good it. though i'm gonna it's crush the fuck saturated kind of grainy kind of sound man it's yeah. cool yeah nice yeah so i don't know like what was what was some of the first shit that made you turned on by music Ooh. <laughs> like what, what like what was your first album just curious gosh i don't even oh man the first album that I would listen front to back, consciously listen front to back. Oh, I mean, there's a bunch in my childhood. I don't know. Like my dad would bring home all these CDs. Like he bought one of the first Pink albums, like Misunderstood. That's one I would listen front to back. Hell only, yeah. only Hell just because yeah, we would have dude. it. Uh, the Killers. The, the Killers was probably 
probably like the most solid like you know choice that aged the best from my childhood nice like hot fuss i you can listen to that front to back there's not a bad song what on there. so yeah what songs are the are the songs from that I, like mr that I, Brightside, okay, yeah uh andy you're a star dude uh, i saw a fucking meme <laughs> I saw, i'm only saying this because yeah. you're, the, you're the meme man i saw a meme dude that was like a white chick on the dance floor and she was like hammered and was like arms spread out and yeah like, uh, and it was like white bitches when mr Brightside comes yeah, on yeah. or something yeah i thought of yeah. you immediately when no, i saw t-bone it. played that at Fr- at friggy's the other night too when, oh, i think so no you probably did dude yeah was... no it's good you know shout out to t-bone you know he's playing, he's playing the good tracks you know hell yeah but yeah no mr like uh yeah hot fuss the killers that was probably like the big one my dad listened to a lot of violent femmes a lot of stuff no shit yeah no my dad was into violent femmes when it didn't make sense for him to be into the violent femmes but it didn't make sense that's one way you know like i mean my dad was born in like 63 or 64 so he's like right at the cusp of being considered a gen x but he's still a boomer Mm-hmm. you know yeah that's the dividing line yeah exactly yeah. so he's like hard beatles but also violent femmes at the same time wow. he's hard that's... into uh uh, he's probably John Prine. Into he loves John Prine. Wow. Uh, wow, that's no really shit. eclectic. We should get your dad, dad out here. Huh? Oh yeah. my God, that I'm would be awesome. That would be, <laughs> <laughs> be fun. We have yeah. to get you. Oh my, I can't even write. Well, he used, to be, he used to be the DJ at uh, Northwestern Michigan College, NMC. Ah, he actually, nice. when I was rating all of my dad's records... Uh, a lot of them had like NMC promo in Sharpie on Oh, them. sure. Freebies, man. Yeah. Wow. So how long ago was that? I mean, holy shit. The 80s, probably. Wow. I think so. What year were you born? The 96. The 96? Yeah, the 96. There's only one 96. <laughs> I'm the 96. Man. We rep it. We rep it, Don. Damn, 96, dude. How yeah. old does that make you feel, Pete? Oh, very old. <laughs> Dude, I feel it makes old. me feel fucking old, dude. Holy shit. I feel old. I have friends who are like born after 2000. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, okay, real quick. Like me yeah. and Dominic aren't that old, but when you can start talking about memories and life experiences in the form of like decades, like we've only, you know, we've got like 20 years, but like when you say 10 years ago and then attach a memory to that, that's weird. And like, mm-hmm. we're going through that now and that's, you know, we're young, man. But like to say, Oh it yeah, I remember weirder. 10 years ago. And I'm like, the fuck 10 years ago. Like yeah. how long have you guys been out of school? Like co- or not college, high school. Oh, five years. Five, Jesus five or Christ. Six years? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's five yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. I remember like we turn up, man. feeling like that. Like it'd be five years after school and being like, Oh, it's been five years since high school. Yeah. And now I'm like, w- I don't even remember anything. <laughs> like, from, <laughs> yeah. like, I can't remember anything other than like oh. from a month ago, dude. Like, it's, I know. I said it once, I'll say it twice. Time isn't real, man. Dude, time is not <laughs> it's real. It's an illusion. Time is, is in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> check it out on Good Spotify. Now. Hell yeah. Everybody should check it out. I mean, I don't know. Should we talk about um, the, the release of that? I mean, like that that video did super well within the first like 18 hours. Yeah. He was getting a hundred views an hour, which I've never had anything like that. For like like two days straight. Well, in all honesty, like that's the first pistol whips video, like 
all the credit to you, Eric Jakeway, for your fantastic skills. Like that's the first legitimate like art project music video because everything else has just been us. We're somewhere playing Live, instruments, yeah. but like you actually put like your creative ideas into that. And I think the fact that it did so well only shows what the future has to hold for us, like in that department. Dude, and, and the whole thing was so weird. I like, so I think I had talked to you earlier yeah. in the night because I was like bored and alone and was like, oh my God, it's Saturday night and I don't have a gig. Yeah. What the fuck do I do? So where did I go? The noggin room. <laughs> I went of to the course. noggin room <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, can I just please sit here? I just want to feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. And I went there and Adam Hoppy uh, was performing. I had never seen him. He was He was really good. And um, acoustic guitar player, dude. He started yeah. with "Stairway to Heaven." <laughs> he started the night. He started bold. with fucking "Stairway." Damn, That's dude. balls, man. That he, he did that. He did a Shit. bunch of fucking like really heavy hitting classic songs, and he did them really well. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, and uh, and I'm like sitting there and like jimmy had come up and he's yeah. like what are you doing <laughs> he's like you don't Shout have a gig to tonight jimmy. yeah jimmy <laughs> over at the noggin room he's a good dude and yeah, uh, and i'm like yeah dude I, I don't know what to do i figured i'd just come here like i'm so used to like coming here you yeah know? <laughs> and <It's> just... <laughs> i got some grub and i'm walking the streets of petoskey and I see that fucking sign. This is dance tonight. And I'm looking around like, where the fuck is there a dance, dude? Like I'm right by, I'm by Simon's general store. There's nothing here. Everything's closed. And I open the door and literally time in a bottle is playing. Bit and I can hear no. this. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, and I say that in the video. I didn't say that because I was like planning on plugging. A, I had no intention of making a video for that. Yeah. I was just like, this is really weird. And you know, synchron synchronicidic. Yeah, that's synchronicity. Yeah. Synchronicity. And and I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna pull out the camera. I'm just gonna go with whatever happens. And because I saw the stairwell and I'm like, dude, this stairwell is dope. And just really quick, like filmed it. I walk upstairs and when that flash of bright light comes in, that happens because you see an older woman standing there and I like I was like, oh shit. And I like put the camera down and I'm like, hi. <laughs> oh, so like that was almost an accidental effect. It was then. completely, well, I put in the white light yeah. to cover up her head. And because the camera goes like down real quick. And then I went up and I, you know, I, I'm like talking to the woman. I'm like, and that's a Masonic temple. That's right? the Masonic temple. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, am I allowed to be in here? And she's like, oh, absolutely. She's like, we have dance classes every Tuesday. January is salsa month. It's only $7. Are you interested in dancing? And I'm like, I, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, but, um, and then this dude came up and he's got this awesome handlebar mustache. I forget his name. He was super cool. I, he drives a hearse and he's wearing a three piece suit, dude. I saw this dude this last summer at Meyer. It was like a hundred degrees outside and I was going into Meyer and I was like dripping sweat. And this dude rolls up in a hearse, gets out and he's wearing a three piece suit. And I'm like, this guy is a badass. Holy yeah. shit. He's repping his set to the fullest. And he was there and I'm like, man, this place is so cool. What building is this? He's like, oh, this is the Masonic Temple. I'm a member. And I'm like, do you mind if I just quickly kind of like just film the room? And he was like, yeah, not at all. And so I was like, cool. And there's people dancing and I'm trying to like be respectful and kind yeah. of incognito. So I pull it out and I literally, I just taped everything on the wall, one continuous shot. And uh, I was walking by and I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, that's a cool old school clock. 
<laughs> I mean, I took like 10 seconds of that. Yeah. And then I did a sweeping shot of like people's feet. And then I pulled it up, zoomed out and did one shot of everybody. And I was like, thanks a lot. Have a great night. And I left. And then I was just like watching it and fucking with it. And I'm like, time in a bottle. Oh my God. The clock. Why I filmed the clock and, and I, and I just started like piecing it together and I'm like, holy shit like this could actually be kind of cool it was totally on accident because i have a lyric video already right. made because yeah. dom was like we need to do a lyric video and i still actually kind of want to put that out because yeah. i already have we should, it we should do that absolutely but like yeah the response i mean because the video like i'm the point is is that the video is not anything spectacular i literally was just documenting what was happening yeah put a fucking turn it black and white you know put that cool little kaleidoscope effect but the reason why that did so well was because of the song you know what i mean and which is the majority of i would say dominic i mean granted like for sure i had the idea of like changing the time signature and i've always wanted to do this song that way but like I wouldn't have been able to achieve that sound, that feel at all without you. And I just, I don't know. I think it's so cool how it just like organically, naturally just like happened. And the response, I mean, how long has it been? Wait, it's been like a week. Has it only been like a week or two? Yeah, not too Thanksgiving. long. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Not too long at all. Yeah, that's right crazy. Well, I mean, the process for it was so smooth. Like, I mean... Like you came over at like seven in the morning yeah. <laughs> and we were just laying down scratch for like a bunch of stuff, you know? Um, and then like, you know, cause you were like, yo, let's we did like brushes. five that day, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, getting out the brushes was awesome. Like, yeah. you know, it's like there's brushes on really subtle brushes on the track, like stirring the soup, you know? Yeah. And, stirring yeah the soup. Absolutely. Like I just love the drums on it. Um, yeah. The drums are good. Yeah. They're simple. Yeah, that's exactly. What makes it. That's the I. That's what I love about it. Is the arrangement is very simple. Dominic didn't add too much shit. He added the right shit. Yeah, and it just it just sounds like a cohesive. We sound like a very cohesive unit. It's such a broken down, like you know, like very simple, basic thing that like it's not overproduced. Yeah, it's just like like the second verse, like to me, and like the way like the choruses drop out everything about it it just has that cool very simplistic feel that and i think that's why it's fucking resonated with people is how simple it is and how easy and you can tell when something's going to be good when you're laying it down if yeah. it just happens yeah. like that shit just happened and it was so yeah. like i think we, it was it was october and it was basically done we started recording that in the first week of september maybe and we were, it was basically done yeah. for the most part in like the span of a month, month and a half, really. Well, we were going hard you know? on silent disco. Yeah. Yeah. That took a lot. Silent disco was a lot. That was, <laughs> that was at least 28 channels. Oh man. Wow. Or tracks of audio. Still one at of least my favorite all time songs though. Like Thanks. credit to yeah. Eric, man. That's an awesome song. Thank you. Yeah. Silent disco is great. That song took me about four years to write that's right <laughs> all things considered yeah. Took a, yeah four i mean i started writing the guitar line for that when eloise was in the womb wow and and then my mom died and i had kind of like an idea for, i think i had like the first four lines of the song and i was stuck on that yeah and 
then my mom passed away and I needed something to outlet to. And like, that's what I was always playing. Like if I was just sitting on the couch, I'd be playing that guitar line always. Cause I was try I couldn't figure it out. And then it was probably like two weeks after she passed away that like, I just like, they just started fucking pouring out of me the lyrics, you know, like naturally, you know, yeah. and then sometimes you sit, I mean, as a songwriter, you know how it goes. Like you fucking can sit on a riff for a couple years long time. and not do anything with it. Cause it's just not happening. And then out of nowhere, you're like, Oh, that's why I had to go through this in order, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah, but I mean, dude, yeah. Silent disco. There was how many fucking guitar lines? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Jesus, there's the dude. scratch track. There was, like oh god we tried the, doing background there's the vocals primary, oh my god that's there's right. the primary oh, track the background vocals were i i was oh yeah. that was horrible <laughs> oh and the video oh you never posted that video of the outtakes um, did you he posted some i did outtakes. yeah oh you did yeah, post yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, okay yeah that that Find video on is Instagram. on our yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like that i love that video because it really that, that captured that day pretty well. <laughs> that was a fun day, man. Yeah. Like you guys were killing it in there emotionally. <laughs> emotionally, <laughs> thank you, Will. Yeah, man. I was. Yeah. How long have we been rolling for? Can We've been th- rolling for thirty-three minutes. Oh, that's not bad. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. pregnant pause. Um. Desert Al- Desert Island album. Desert. You get one. Right, should we do one? Oh, we tried when to I was, do five. Uh, when I was listening to the podcast, I kind of was thinking about that. Um, you had time to prepare. Yeah, I did. Did uh, you? <laughs> okay. I'm thinking like to pimp a butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Like that was contemporarily <clears throat> that was the album that made me want to listen to albums. Yeah. Like mm. before that. I was just like was adding random shit to playlists. I wasn't even really listening to Killers then, but I I'll, I'll still I still listen to Killers. But like, like it was so cohesive as a project, and it's continuous. You can't just you can't really listen to that album. You can't listen to tracks on it individually realistically. Like I I would listen to it front to back. I would smoke a lot of weed and listen to that front to back. It'd be like that, man. It'd be like, like that. You know, uh, I haven't listened to that that much. I, I've, I, I, I kind of, I think I tried to listen to it in a, in a time where I, it wouldn't allow for me to sit and dive into it. Yeah, but, I mean, I just was like listening to it because, like, I heard it was good. Yeah. You know, this was even before I think I was trying to do music. You know, and it was just really good, and I just kept on listening to it front to back. You know, I would hang out with my friend. Like, and just put it on and get high and I feel that too though because know. like as far as like musical preferences go like so much more goes into liking music than just whatever the song is like you know your connection to music is such a very specific thing and that's why it's kind of cool to like hear what people dig because you know like maybe you weren't feeling that album but now that Dominic talked about it and like he gave you his perspective on it you go back into it exactly. and where you are now like it might be the fucking shit you know dude so many albums like that yeah yeah revisiting things yeah. You, yeah. and you pick up on we were talking about the little what was the album we were, you were talking about purple thank yeah. you yeah. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots you, the little stuff that you go yeah. oh man that's right that, that, those little parts are in there exactly and the way that they mix the instruments you know the guitar tones you know whatever you know so what so what's what's an album Pete that you 
you didn't like it at first and you thought you would, and then it took time for you to go back to it. Ooh. Hmm. Some of Prince's early shit. Okay. Actually, like Dirty Mind controversy, which in retrospect is phenomenal. He did everything. He had fucking everything on both of those. Yeah. And the tunes are great. His vocal performance is great. He's a killer guitar player. I didn't even know that he was a guitar player. I just thought he was a... I remember seeing him on yeah. uh, Soul Train, man. And, you know, yeah. this short little sexy black dude. And he dances great and he sings great. And he had the band behind him. But mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he did all of that stuff himself until, like, much later. Like, until uh, Purple Rain came out. Right. You know? And that's that stuff was... Uh, yeah. So I have a huge respect for him. I remember my uh, my buddy Tony Salinas. I don't know if if you're listening, Tony, but turning me on to that shit and listening to it, going, eh, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, it was really different for the it was, you know, it was kind of crossover pop, R and B for the time. But um, I just have a, I, listening to the the records, you know, yeah. and the cheesy '80s synths and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you know, they were cool. I love those sounds now. I mean, I used yeah, to, back dude. then. It, it was like, oh, that, uh, I didn't really like it, but now it's like, you know, it's cool again now too. You know, I'll try to bust some of those sounds out at, at our next gig. Rep your set, <laughs> rep your set. Yeah, Will, go buy a Lynn what's, drum. What's an album? Yeah, right. You, yeah, <laughs> that you had to revisit. At, you know, like you, you try to get into it, but <clears throat> honestly, like okay, because. Oh, my mind's a mess, man. So I'm I'm just gonna throw an entire genre out mm. there, actually. Ooh. A genre that I just swore off, you know, and like you can never like music's so vast, you can't swear off an entire genre. So uh cause my album selection is very small. Like I just I listen to the same shit because like <laughs> it's shit I like and sometimes I just I need that. Yeah. But uh ever since I've been in the relationship I am in now I've uh, revisited country a little bit more than I ever okay. thought I would because, like Pete mentioned earlier, like melodies are my existence. Yeah. So typically, when I listen to music, I'm looking for very specific things that just melodies, you know, that inspire me. But now that uh, I'm in the relationship that I'm in now, lyrics have just become much oh. more prominent to me, and like it's. <laughs> My my world of music is so different now than it was six months ago because now I'm literally just listening to music for the songwriting and it's it's an area that I've never been in before. So when I would have never listened to country, <laughs> give people <laughs> shit for listening to country, um, <laughs> I've been all over like YouTube and musical platforms just listening to some like. Old are there school. any like anything that sticks out to you? Like there are people. Or? Uh, unfortunately, I I'm running through playlists that I don't always pick up the names oh, and the gotcha. artists. But when we do another podcast uh, featuring myself, uh, maybe I can get a little bit yeah. more in, in depth. What about you, man? Dom, uh, what's an album that you, like, you know, you heard it and you're like, eh, and then like years later, you're like, this is actually the shit. Well, I had this experience with Brockhampton. Oh, <laughs> cool. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, like, you know, because I mean, I had an appreciation. Like, I think I listened to them while I was doing dishes one day. I was like, this is pretty dope. Uh, it was very hard, though, for me to get into it just because like, you know, there's a lot of people in the group yeah um but there's this one day i was under the influence and i <laughs> spent four hours watching brockhampton music videos 
and I was <laughs> I was Dude, hardcore yeah. hooked ever since. Yeah. You know? Like I was always like, yeah, I, I guess I fuck with Brockhampton, but then like I watched those music videos because like because you actually get to see who's doing what. Yeah, yeah, and it makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. It it made way everything aligns. It was great. I remember that day too. You telling me, like, sending me some music videos, and you're like, "Will, no, you don't know. Watch these videos. <laughs> Will, watch these." Like, you know, I've been into Brockhampton since dude. they started, man. So, yeah, like, I just got like, on the Brockhampton train recently, dude. Holy good man. shit, good man, They're They're so, so good. good. And so good. I'm in the dark, unfortunately. I know the name, but I haven't listened to any of the we'll tracks. Have, watch we'll have you do some. Go homework. on YouTube and hit shuffle, <laughs> dude. You, you know, and you smoke need... a blunt and go down the rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole. For yeah, like four hours. Yeah. They have a Basically. great show on Viceland. Have you guys? Seen? Yeah, yeah. Not American yet, boy bands. Dude, think is the name of it. Yeah, and you get to like, and it's during their dude. Like it's it's right before and during them recording Saturation. Yeah, and uh, so so Saturation. Um, there's there's three different albums, and and they put them all out within the same year. Yeah, like really yeah. good. I mean, like Re- yeah. three really amazing like hip hop albums with videos and their, their, their goal was to saturate the internet with their music, which they absolutely did. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it helps that they're like a, like a 12 man team, 12, 14. So wow. Like that. that many people. This, yeah. This includes videographers, rappers, producers, engineers, wow. tour manager. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like and the, the documentary or like the, the eight episode mini series, American boy <laughs> band, like they, they all moved from, from all over to Texas and then they moved from and like he was Kevin Abstract was like trying to weed the people out of like all right who's interested you got to move to Texas to be yeah. in my group and then they moved to Texas and he's like all right now we're moving to South Central Whoa. they moved to South Central and they all live in this fucking house and it's like a production team in this house i mean from morning to night everybody's working on a different project I mean, and they go around the house and it's this shitty fucking house in South Central. And yeah. like, like, yo, he's in here working on a video. He's working on a verse. And like, it's it's so inspiring to watch it. Like, oh man, it really inspired me with all the music shit that we've like been getting into. Well, that'd be is, awesome. You should watch it. That's kind of how like we're like, I mean, I'm not even going to try to compare us to Brockhampton <laughs> right now anyways. Go in the <laughs> Fly as a jet, boy, bitch. Anyway, yeah. so... <laughs> But we're kind of like assembling a team in a yeah. sense. I mean, like, you know, we, we kind of started just me and you doing our thing, but now we got Pete in here and now we got Dominic as a, you know, definite member and, you know, collaborating pretty heavily with Greg Vadney too. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. we're, we're doing our thing, man. Like I'm feeling good about it. Just throwing that out in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my dream is like to have like at my mom's right like <laughs> Dom's just moms. have music going at all times. Yeah. well like i mean while you guys were rehearsing one day like i uh, tyler came over and he was like recording some stuff yeah like you know in my room hey the more of that you want to do let's let's do that i yeah. mean I, I always feel bad that we're like intruding on your mother's house but your mom is pretty cool. Your mom, mom is, she cool. is pretty cool. Dude, your mom we should is get her a, shit. We should get her a Christmas present we from the band. We should. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah, like, like a I've been rehearsal. thinking about yeah. that. Even like maybe just some flowers, man. Yeah. Yeah, you we know? should. We should make her like a band hoodie or something. We should, like, you know, give her a copy Get her a t-shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Okay. Tell me what you think about this, Dom. Is this racist? If we have... 
<laughs> now, 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 hear, now, hear me out. Now, hear me that out. That was loaded. I'm just saying, okay, tell me if this is racist. <laughs> but can you imagine this shirt? Like a white shirt with red writing and make it look like a takeout box. And it have, and it say Dom's Moms, quality recordings, and we'll come up with a date. And then it also have like some Korean on the side. Like it could say Dom's mom and like Korean or something, but make it look like a takeout we could, box. We could have like the, 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 the Korean like yin yang symbol on it. Oh, that'd be good. There's actually a, there's so this no, label. The answer is no, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's wrong label. with that. <laughs> there's this label in, uh, in like Texas, I think like they, there's this, there's this project, this producer artist called Diners. He makes the shittiest shit I've ever heard, and I love it. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like lo-fi. Like it's lo-fi, and it sounds like shit. I, it's just nasally singing. I don't know. I love it though. Okay. It's such a shitty project, and I love it. You it's do so love it. Like, you're like, dude. Like I'll fuck up a track, and you're like, Literally. you know, like sounding like shit's actually pretty good. I'm like, what? Nah. No, I'm not like not like I, when I was at Wayne, I listened to this dude's whole discography many times through, and I'm just like, wow, this is kind of shitty, but I like it a lot. It was it was a very odd time. Um, but the label, I guess, that released that, or at least released one of his records, and you can get it on vinyl. Um, it's called Korean Korean Man Records, I think. Yeah. I think that's also a label or distributor that does AJJ. If you're like Andrew Jackson Jihad, mm, uh, no, it's folk punk. It's kind of after your time, basically. <laughs> Okay, so like you know, I'm, right. I'm on Spotify. On I did. I'm on oh, Spotify, shit. right? And uh, you know, it's just the radio, so it's playing whatever it wants. Yeah. Suddenly, there's an acoustic guitar, and there's this dude crying into the mic. <laughs> and I, I realize this is extremely reductive, but that was basically like my whole worldview when it came to uh, folk punk. Yeah. It's like uh, it's an acoustic guitar. And you're crying about your relationship with your father. Wait, what do you mean? Is he crying? Like, is like, he like I, I swear to fuck the dude. He's it, it kind of sounds like he, maybe he's whiny sounding, and maybe I think that's why he's crying. I don't know. You can look he's up not just like, ah. He's not he's crying, like, but he's dad. Like, <laughs> you know, folk punk is great. I have I have tremendous respect. I love it. It's oh, raw. Man. It's raw emotion, and I love it. But like. Just it was very surreal when I was watch when I was listening to it and I was playing video games and it's suddenly yeah. like you know dude the folk punk very... thing is pretty big like out uh, out west yeah it really is actually yeah. uh, Farmageddon Records Farmageddon Farmageddon great Records name. and then That's uh, fucking great big muddy or muddy roots <laughs> festival and it's all that like it's like all these punk rockers who train hopped yeah <laughs> train which hopped. is cool back when you could do that yeah you know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But so you're saying that we can do a takeout box, yes. Dom's yes. mom's yes. shirt. And it's not racist. It, honestly, like I dig the shirt design. I'd wear it. Yeah, I'd like, wear that. Like just, you know. I would it, wear that. It would look like a takeout box. I mean, it'd be white shirt with red writing. No, because it's a takeout box, that's the coolest part, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, people, you have like Crystal Pepsi t-shirts. Yeah. And in, <laughs> in case people like, don't know. It's, like, it's very Warholian. Like Dominic, yeah. <laughs> because like you know the the premise to this thing is like, is this racist? Because your ethnicity is Dominic. 
Oh, I'm Korean. Yeah, so just so <laughs> because in case people can't see him, like they don't know if Dom's just well, some white guy. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. You know. So. True. 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 You well, know. and the funny. Okay, uh, on this whole racist thing, when yeah. we did when we did our oh, photo shoot <laughs> at Tatum's, he's got he's got, and the, it was a picture for Silent Disco <laughs> yeah. when we released that. Oh yeah, and you had the but samurai sword. He's got a sword. fucking samurai sword, <laughs> and I'm like. Nobody caught that this might be considered a, a touch racist. Not only that, just the wrong kind yeah. of racism. No, but as well, well, is it racist if you're Korean and you have a fucking samurai well, sword? Okay, but <laughs> for the record, that's it's a Thailandish and it's Will. Sword. Oh, okay, so, and Fair it's enough. mine. Okay, so like, and Will had it in a couple of pictures as well. Yeah, so, so. you know, like, where are you to push the envelope I on just, all racial like issues? Like, yeah, we're really, here to... you know, woke as fuck 2020 vision represent i just i <laughs> just <your> set. <laughs> <laughs> okay what yeah okay let's go around what does repping your set mean to you will love oh don't get me started i'm getting you i'm winding you up and let's he's get the you originator dude i don't okay where did you even get that from i don't know man uh that, that's it's got a root somewhere i'm sure someone threw it at me and i just clung to it but the thing is is rep your set like it's a gangster way to say it but the whole thing is just being entirely authentic authentic without like regarding anyone else's view of you because the thing is is like anytime we admire someone or like we cling to an idea or a person or an individual that we think is cool it's usually because they're just doing their own fucking things right. and like you're like wow white that's great but the thing is is we all have the opportunity to do that ourselves every fucking day but everyone's too scared to you're scared what people think of you you're scared you know based on your own insecurities and the thing is is the only way to really live in this world and have any kind of genuine experience is if you just rep your own fucking set so that's you know that's what it is and that's, that's right. what we're here doing right motherfucking now what about you dom what set are you trying to rep uh, uh and obviously yours but, but yeah what does it mean to you I don't know. You're like out with your homies, you know. You're you're like you know you're you got to rep your set. <laughs> like you you know you're representing you know like you your click I guess I don't know. I'm not really yeah. clicky though. That that's probably <laughs> well, dude. You're part of the Pistol Whips crew now, so like, you got you got your set with us. Yeah, you know, it's just like being genuine and you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, what Will said. I second. I second Will's <laughs> opinion. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> He's the originator, so you know. He, you know. Is that a thing already, or is this an is rep your set an orig as a Will obviously Will love original? I don't know, man. Or is this a thing that's on well, the internet? I thought you like heard this. Well, like, well, the something. thing is, is I like figured it was nothing a common... is an original idea. Like I'm yeah. sure it exists somewhere. I'm sure people say it, but the thing is, is we're turning it into whatever it's supposed to be right now. Exactly. Like so, I'm I'm sorry wherever this came from in the world, universe, internet culture, but like we're adopting it and we're we're Fuck taking yeah, it we over are. now. So respect to wherever it came from, but it's ours now. <laughs> Pete, do you have anything to add to that as far as? Uh, you know, being genuine and and what you've learned over your long, long life. Well, <laughs> you calling them all? No, we, we, <laughs> fuck you, Eric. <laughs> I'm only um, doing it because we're on mic. Yeah, I never say anything. I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're being honest here. The, gl- the gloves are off, everybody. Uh, I, I just, laundry. I've I've watched too many people in my long life uh, not be true to themselves and not follow either a dream or the course that they know they should be on as far as, you know, what they're on this planet for. And I feel sorry for the people that don't. We all appear to know what the fuck we want to do. Yeah. And where we're going and who we are artistically and creatively, you know. 
Uh, it's a gift, I think. It's hard to do, though, too. Yeah. You know, uh, there's true, haters man. all over the place, obviously, more <laughs> and more every day. <laughs> and true. you just have to close your, close your ears and close your eyes to those people and that whole negative vibe and just keep it going with the positivity. You will, obviously, <laughs> will... Uh, you are so, I love your posts, man. On, oh, uh, thanks, man. You know, and they have nothing yeah. to do with us at all, yeah. but they're always positive. Yeah. And I always get either, I either laugh or yeah. I just smile. And yeah. it's just, it's his kind soul. That's, that's That me puts that shit out I there. See. Obviously. And Obviously. he's repping his set even when he's not repping our set. Yep. Yeah, and that's really cool. Hey, and we need more people that. like that in the world. Yeah, thanks, Pete. So that's yeah. kind of what I, I marry the two: creativity and just who you are as a person, and just trying to be positive and be kind, and you know, well, and being be yourself, being Hell genuine yeah. to yourself. It's like I don't know. I guess I'm gonna speak for other people that are still learning who they are. Yeah, but like, um, sure. But yeah, man, holy shit, like you just saying that really fucking, like we're all having fun and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh. I got heavy. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, man, I mean, I definitely feel like I haven't been being genuine to to what, you know, I wanted to do originally, you know, in my life and like, and I and for me, that's what this being here is about because I've been wanting to do this for a long fucking time. Um, ever since i first met you anyways like i've been you know i do a lot of fucking talk we all do it's because i have i have a lot of things i want to do but at the same time i i'm a big procrastinator and you're an artist and i you know (laughs) that's that's the profile right there dude no for sure that's it and you know like dealing with like addiction problems that like are just like every day they're just every fucking day every waking moment like i have to try to control all my thoughts all you know these weird negative emotions that just kind of take over my core being at all times and i'm such a fucking <coughs> people pleaser yeah big and, mood big yeah mood. big mood like people pleasing is such a huge thing and you lose yourself in that trying to please other people because you think, well, if I please these people, they're going to give me the things that I need back. But I, but if you don't actually tell the people the things that you need, you get let down a lot Yeah, <laughs> and then you get resentful and then you, you know, you, for me, I get real fucking self-destructive, but you know, as of lately, it's like, I'm like, man what is it that I want to do? Like, you know, why are you just talking about all this shit for so long? Oh, because I'm worried about what this person is going to think. I'm worried Mm -hmm. about how I'm going to be perceived. And that's why I think we all do. I mean, yeah, but, and here's interrupt real quick. Offer yourself to other people. Don't try to give them what you think they want. Just offer yourself, rep your set with them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it sounds easy. No, it's not. I'm not. Like, I never said it was easy. But like, I feel like um, you get you get lost on on who you are, even though. So it becomes so unclear of like what your set is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if you don't know what your set is, how the fuck are you gonna rep your own set? If yeah. you're if you're just literally just trying to go around and be like, 
I just need this person to to give me love. I need this person. I want Will Love to you know to like me all the time, and you know whatever it is. And it's like um, that really fucking hit home for me though. And if it and I'm learning that if it hits home for me, it's got to hit home for someone else, you know, out there of like, yeah, what is my fucking set? Yeah, you know, like what am I repping? What am I doing? Like what am I doing for myself that's making my life better? I always think of the movie uh, American History X when Edward Norton is laying in the infirmary after getting his ass beat and raped. And and the dude is like, what have you done to make your life better? And like he has that moment in the cinematic yeah. swell sweeps up and he like oh, tears up. And I, that always like I always think about that of like, what have I done to make my life actually better? What steps am I taking every day changing my you know trajectory even just that 10% to where after a while, I'm moving my hand through the air. Nobody can see that. But after a while, if you just keep on that fucking course, but you got to, you know, you got to change your course and you got to know what that is. And so for me, this podcast and what we have been doing as like a team is totally making me realize like even what the fuck I want to do. So it's been like really cool. Well, I'm going to throw some props to you real quick, Eric, because, you know, I've always tried to like just because, you know, it takes a different sort to be a dedicated musician or artist in the first place. You do kind of have to be (laughs) fucking crazy, you know, and I think that anybody in our immediate circles can attest to the fact we're all a little bit different in this room. But especially in the last year, you know, I definitely lost myself for a hot minute. Like we all go through those phases. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, especially in like the last few months, I've had to like really step out of myself to find myself to rep that set. And I've had to like, not in a negative way, but like disattach from a lot of the bullshit, like things that just don't matter, you know? Cause the thing is, is like, if you're a good person, you're going to be a good person and you can only do so much for so many people, but you just got to follow your passion. And one thing that like has really kind of pushed me through shit and as far as repping my own set is you as a human being, you know, and like I throw this at you because like you've <laughs> more more so than the world knows you've been through like a lot of shit and you've come out a stronger person every single time. So as far as me like going through life and like using benchmarks as inspirations like the fact that you crawl out of your shit like a stronger human being every single time i'm like damn man like if eric can go through that and rep his set like this little insignificant thought or insecurity or anxiety moment i have in right now is nothing or like if it is something like maybe i can use that as some extra strength to move through it so your existence in my life as a band member and a friend has been super awesome so like Great. just throwing some respect to eric jakeway there for repping your set much love from obviously will love i yeah. kind of want to hug you right now but we'll we'll save that don't for get weird. Don't if, get weird, if we do a video <laughs> yeah of this or something yeah no i got you damn yeah, eric you got a hell of a work ethic dude like honestly mm. i'm just like yeah. i'm trying like, to I make do. i'm trying to like make shit and like i'm like damn eric makes a lot of shit <laughs> and i'm always like shit I, i'm not making enough shit you know, I know. <laughs> me too see you're like, inspiring you know, people yeah. man wow yeah. thanks guys there you go <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wasn't trying to fucking get yeah uh, that but i appreciate it but i mean solicited back to what i'm what i well yeah. the whole drink says like, you know know yourself know your worth you know and you you definitely are worth eric you know i definitely don't know my worth I definitely, uh, I feel like a piece of shit pretty much all the time. And, (laughs) and I think, you know, 
and my sister has this problem because she, my oldest sister, Rachel, I mean, yeah. she has said to me, but I think we're, me and her are very alike. We're like, people will think that we think that we're better than someone because we're not like talking to them. And when it really, it's like, we're just like afraid to talk to people yeah. or like, you know, I have like pretty bad anxiety. Like when, when we're not playing and we're at a gig, like I'm usually trying to hide yeah, because I'm, I don't want other people to think that I'm thinking that I'm a cool, like want to be rock star. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go hide over here. <laughs> so I can just kind of like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I don't. So then they think you're an asshole because oh, you the don't irony. Oh, exactly. the irony. <laughs> but it's it's for the exact opposite reason of just like, man, like you know, I'm like, oh, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for coming to the gig. You didn't have to. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's like when I forget that people are like, you know, some people. Okay, people. I'm not going to say some because that's me being weird. Yeah. But people do come out to see us because we have value and that's hard yeah. for me to even say like that's how fucked up it is <laughs> like, well, look at you're making progress man yeah like, yeah every day's no, th- day. you guys are only here to help me uh right now <laughs> this is actually a counseling session i just can't afford it <laughs> no it's, it's uh, that's actually true but um <laughs> what time what, what time are we at here one hour yeah I, fuck Come on, Pete. Sorry, man. We got to do the whole hour over again after that fucking <laughs> mic drop. Oh, yeah, we got some pops here and there on, on a couple of mics, too, but oh well. That's because I didn't tell Dominic to bring his shit. Well, we'll have screens next time. Yeah, that's my bad. But my bad, too. I don't know. Do you guys want to add anything to, uh, to, to what we've been talking about, or do you guys want to wrap it up? What do you think? I think we should wrap it up. I mean, that feels like Good a session. Really solid session. Dom, you got anything you want to promote? I'm not doing anything. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, uh, right on. Yeah, I don't know, I'm working on stuff. I might release some stuff in the near future. How can they? How can people find this? Uh, I'm right now. I'm releasing everything through my like pseudo label, uh, Serious Umbrella. So seriousumbrella.bandcamp.com is the best way to go. Actually, the last release I did on there, which is some dub techno. That's free. You can just download it for free. It's pretty lit. How can people follow you on Instagram? I am coffee thought with a zero in thought. T-H-0-T. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Pete, your Instagram handle too? Pete Kehoe. Not very creative. I'm going to be changing that soon. (laughs) All right. And, uh, you know, obviously William Love. That's Instagram. Mine's just Eric Dane Jaqua. Yeah. That's not how you say my name. Represent. It's a mystery still how to say my name. Jaqua. It's and like Lacroix. It's like the, the <laughs> Haqua. And of course, the pistol whips, the underscore, whatever. Yeah. Pistol yeah. whips. The underscore pistol yeah. with an I underscore whips. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Eric Jakeway. Pete Kehoe. Dominic Frechette. Obviously, Will Love. And thanks for listening to Rep Your Set. And uh, make sure you spread the word about this shit. And don't forget, rep your fucking set. Every motherfucking day, man. All right. Peace.